This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. I've been uh, watching preseason games um, all weekend long. Got a lot to sort of uh, digest here on this version of in the huddle. Uh, go like us, listen to us on Odyssey. Uh, wherever you can get your local podcast. It's blowing up right now, but as it should. Um, but we've got breaking news here today. I mean, breaking news, because the story of this offseason has been the running backs, yet running backs have found new homes. Uh, right now, Dalvin Cook is a member of the New York Jets, and Ezekiel Elliott is a member of the New England Patriots, and it looks like Jonathan Taylor is back in camp. And so things are getting right as we get to mid-August. And we're less than a month away from the start of the season. So let's just talk about Dalvin. Uh, if you've been watching preseason, you know that um, Israel Abanaconda, their fifth round, fifth round pick or fourth round pick out of pit, has looked good. He's scored touchdowns in both preseason games. Michael Carter looked really good last week against Carolina. But, you know, Brett and Rodgers adjusted his contract by millions of dollars. So the Jets would have the flexibility to sign a star player to let everybody know that they're all in. And that's kind of what this message is. Dalvin Cook didn't get the money that he wanted. I don't know what it could be. It could be up to $8 million, which is good money. It's a one-year deal. Um, Dalvin walks into that locker room today in New York in Florham Park. Everybody in that locker room respects Dalvin Cook for what he has done and who he is. He's a great teammate. He's been a great player. It's hard to say if he's a declining player because he played with a bad shoulder last year. A lot of that bad shoulder is from him just winning contact battles with linebackers and safeties and defensive linemen over the last six years. So it's part of the wear and tear. But he's an excellent football player. Uh, He loves the game. He's a South Florida kid that loves the game. Um, Just If you want to just go look up a stat, go look at Dalvin Cook. Even going back to Florida State, when he ever plays in the state of Florida, just watch Dalvin when he goes down to Miami this year. Like these, these Florida kids, and I'm putting Dalvin in a big group. It's a big deal playing down in South Florida. It's just big. I remember when Emmett Smith first went to Florida and played a game, played in, in Tampa. Like I remember talking to him. It's a big deal. That That's the thing. So Dalvin is a New York Jet. Didn't get the money he wanted. But it wasn't going to be there. And look, the Jets felt like they could talk themselves into Dalvin Cook, and they feel like they could talk themselves out of Dalvin Cook. I mean, that's from the owner to Joe Douglas to, you know, I mean, nobody in the running back room is happy about it. Brees Hall, Michael Carter, they're not happy about it, for sure. And 
the fact is that Dalvin is going to take reps away from everybody. But if he's really good, who cares? Like, guys got to figure out their own, got to chart their own course. I mean, this team is all in. They played very well against Carolina. We'll get to that. Um, the offense line looked much better. They ran the ball better. They protected better outside of one breakdown um, on the left side that led to a sack. The defensive front was dominant. Uh, so, Dalvin is a New York Jet. Zeke Elliott is a New England Patriot. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the role is for Ezekiel Elliott right now. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson is running back number one, and he's a really good player. Average over five yards a carry last year. Catches the ball well. So I, I, I would think that Zeke will be running back number two right now. I mean, if I look just at their depth chart uh, and just looking what they have right now, I would say that Zeke is, is an excellent football player. He's going to uh, command respect in that locker room. Uh, I think he'll enjoy working with Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick. No nonsense. Um, like, they really don't have anybody. You know, James Robinson got signed. J.J. Uh, Taylor is an undersized back. He's got a little role there. Uh, but this this will be one and two, Ramondre and Zeke. Uh, they want to run the ball. It's a run-first offense. Play action pass off it. The thing that Zeke can do as well as anybody is pass protect. He's an excellent protector. Uh, he's a great football player. Good receiver. Smells the goal line. Excellent short yardage. He's a good football player. Um, we'll see. We'll see if the offense, I just think the offense looks like it just doesn't look great to me. And maybe Zeke can help give it some punch, keep him on the field, convert third down, score touchdowns, give him a little bit more point scoring than what they look like they have right now, but he really can't do anything that Ramondre can't do himself. He's a big back that moves people, um, you know, but you need, you need a one, two punch. And I think that's what Zeke will do. Jonathan Taylor belongs in Indianapolis. Um, we'll get to what the Colts look like the other day. So that's kind of the running back situation. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's under contract. He doesn't have any options. Uh, the owner has come out and said it. And so, you know, if Shane Steichen wants to get this thing going, he needs Jonathan Taylor, you know, um, on that roster. They they need to run behind Big Q, who looks healthy right now. Uh, healthy and, um, you know, they, they need to run the ball the way they did two years ago when he led the league in rushing. And, you know, they had a pretty good season. So that's that. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Um, observations, I've watched parts of every preseason game. Um, there's a couple guys that really stand out to me. I thought the best rookie quarterback 
that we've seen. Now, Dorian Thompson-Robinson has been very good in Cleveland, two games in a row. I'm going to see him tonight. They scrimmage the Eagles here right across the river at Novacare at 5 o'clock tonight. I'll probably get there around 3.30. I'm looking forward to that scrimmage. Dorian Thompson-Robinson has been excellent. But the best rookie quarterback I have seen is Aiden O'Connell of the Los Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, uh, what was – he was 15 of 18, including one blatant drop by Trey Tucker. The guy was almost flawless. Threw a touchdown pass. Um, went up – now, look, it was the 49ers' second and third string. I get it, okay? I get it. But it's still the 49ers. It's still a great defense, and they're well coached. But his throws beat the coverage. His decision-making was fast. It was elite, and his touch on the ball was flawless. Like Now, when you look at Aiden O'Connell, walk-on at Purdue, was originally maybe a string. I mean, he threw for over 500 yards in the Big Ten on two different occasions. The guy is highly accurate, and he's really smart. I mean, you could take those two qualities and say, all right, you know, uh, Josh McDaniels coached a guy like like that, you know, <laughs> that came from nowhere. Um, I'm not comparing him to anybody right now. It was one game, but it was really impressive. And who knows? We'll see. Uh, then uh, I would say – if you watch the Cleveland Browns and you're watching Dorian Thompson Robinson, you have to be impressed by Dewan Jones, the right tackle. Like you just have to be impressed. He, he, he's enormous. He's got the wingspan of a Pacific manta ray. Um, I joked, you know, in one game where his left hand was in Cleveland and his right hand was in Washington, DC where they just got done playing. So he's been impressive at right tackle. And let's face it, he's being coached by Bill Callahan. He's played a lot of snaps. Bill Callahan is as good offense line coach as there is in his business. But he sure looks like for a fourth-round pick out of Ohio State through two games right now, because remember, Cleveland played in the Hall of Fame game. He's been outstanding in both games. And I can't stop kind of talking about him. I could go a couple other guys here. But I'll say the Jets' defensive line, without any of their starters, Jermaine Johnson, Will McDonald, Bryce Huff, um, Bruce Hector, like they were dominant against Carolina. Like literally their first six third downs, whether Bryce Young was on the field or not, their first six third downs, their quarterback got hit. Like that was impressive. Um, Jack Campbell for the Detroit Lions had an impressive debut. Remember second round pick, Iowa middle linebacker. The way that he hit the way that he got off blocks, the way that he covered ground, he was impressive. All right, so those are a couple of guys right now that I have watched, a couple of groups that I have watched that I said, all right, this is this is going good. Now, look, no coach in the NFL should ever be pleased by any by the first preseason game. I mean, all it is is just a glorified scrimmage a chance to see guys compete, to see what you've been watching in practice or a meeting room shows up, or if you're surprised by something that's really good that you haven't seen. That's really what this first preseason game is about. But it's about getting back to practice and taking the next step for all of these guys. Uh, so <clears throat> I could keep going on and on and on about what I've seen. Devon Ashane 
a chain in Miami. Like, didn't put up impressive numbers. But what I liked about him is a guy that has tremendous speed, uh, and he has tremendous speed, um, could just take the yards that are there behind a backup offense line against Atlanta and just go get two tough yards. The big plays will come for a guy with that kind of speed. But go get the yards that you got to get. Um, like, you have to be impressed. It's preseason. You have to be impressed by Deuce Vaughn in Dallas. Because he did this at Kansas State for three years. Like, the guy can just find daylight. His feet are as quick. You want to compare him to Barry Sanders, fine. He's like he's not Barry Sanders. But he's got tremendous feet. He can find daylight on the move. Um, he's always going forward. Yeah, like, there's not a lot there at pop, you know, when he hits somebody. But he makes people miss in a very short space. His footwork and his feet are two, two foot stop, cuts. Daylight, like he knows how to find it. He's just fun to watch. I would say also in Dallas, just keep an eye on Marquise Bell. Number 41, the safety, second year at a Florida A&M. Started at Maryland. I think he was a five-star recruit at Maryland. Things happened at Maryland. He had to leave, whatever. Went to Florida A&M. Was a free agent with the Cowboys last year. Made the team. Didn't play a lot. Cowboys are deep at safety. Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker, they're deep at safety. But watch out for Marquise Bell. He led the team in tackles, defended the pass in the end zone. He was all over the field. Might have been the best defender on the field in that game against Jacksonville. So those are some of it. I'm just I'm looking forward. The Jets were supposed to scrimmage Tampa tomorrow. I hear that it's been canceled. It might be heat-related. I'm not sure. could be injury-related. I'm not sure. I just heard that it's canceled, but I'm going up there regardless anyway. Good chance to see Dalvin Cook in a uniform, uh, taking handoffs from Aaron Rodgers. Um, I want to see Makai Becton in practice. He looked much better in game two than he did in game one. You saw the power in the run game. You saw him moving bodies. I want to see how that knee holds up in practice and if he's ready to take the next step. If the Jets line up with a healthy Dwayne Brown, in a healthy Makai Becton at tackles, the Jets are going to be a force. Now, that's a lot has to happen in the next three weeks, but they're going to be a force. Uh, I'm trying to think anything else that just jumped out at me here about either the signings or what I watched um, uh, going through a lot of these different games. Um, I think the one thing that really stood out is because this is what you'll hear from most analysts and people covering the game. Oh, it's just vanilla. Nobody does anything in preseason. That's just BS, flat-out BS. Like, you watch the Philadelphia Eagles go zero coverage, okay, last week against Baltimore. And you watch um, you watch Baltimore score a touchdown against zero coverage. You watch Steve Spagnuolo just blitz the middle of the defensive line. I see – Blitzes and pressures coming like it's maybe not as frequently as it's a, a regular season Sunday, but I see it like quarterbacks, pre-snap read, you better see it because your quarterback's going to get hit like a lot of them did. Um, you know, if you look at Trey Lance, like he got sacked in the first play of the game. It was a three-step drop. He wasn't there. He tried to come back over the middle, sack. Like he, he made a couple throws, and this is – the story of Trey Lance, he made a couple throws and you go, wow, you know, that's impressive. That's, 
That's the way it's got to be. Like, it's got to be hit your back step and let it go. Just let it go. Fire. And when he does that, he's really impressive. Like, you see the arm strength. You see accuracy. You see a guy that can play the quarterback position. And then you see just total indecision where throw with anticipation, Trey. Let it fly. Let it throw. Like, it's it's coming open. Not open right now, but by the time it gets there, it's going to be open. And that led to some sacks. Let some pressure, and it led to him unnecessarily getting out of the pocket um, and moving. Now the offensive line wasn't good in San Francisco. They got battles at right tackle, swing tackle, you know, backup center. They got battles going on. So you got these young kids in there. There were some breakdowns, no doubt about it, up front. But I thought Trey Lance has got to play better, and maybe it's just rust. It's been a long time since he played, so I'm not criticizing him at all. I'm just making observations. Um, because Sam Darnold wasn't good either. Like Sam wasn't good. Some of it was the offensive line. Um, the one guy that looked impressive to me, although he had a drop that led to an interception, was Ronnie Bell. There's, I think, seventh-round pick out of Michigan. He might have been the most impressive um, player on offense, to be honest with you. He made a couple of big-time plays. Uh, one of them was a go ball. You know, just stacked the defender and got behind him against uh, the Raiders. Um, none of the running backs, to me, looked impressive. Um, obviously, none of them were named Christian McCaffrey, but none of them looked impressive to me. So uh, I would say Kyle Shanahan said, let's get back to work. Okay, I'm sure that's his message to his team. Um, just uh, <clears throat> other quarterbacks, look, Bryce Young wasn't very impressive, got hit a lot, um, got hit early, didn't play a lot. Uh, Jordan Love played 10 snaps. Touchdown pass to uh, Romeo O Romeo, where out thou, out thou, I'm trying to do Shakespeare here. Romeo O Romeo, where art thou? Oh, he was in the end zone and it was a pretty throw. Made a couple good throws, you know, 10 play drive, touchdown. Pretty impressive. The most impressive drive of the preseason was Derek Carr and the starting offense of the New Orleans Saints. 13 plays, 80 yards, uh, finished with the touchdown. They were very sharp. And I just got to say, if Trevor Penning, who was the number one pick last year, who got hurt in preseason, played very little football, what was it, toe injury? Like some of these things, that you know, it gets confusing after a while to remember every one of them. But like he wasn't healthy all year. But Doug Marone is a big fan. He's the new offense line coach. Um, Cesar Ruiz, Ramchek, uh, McCoy, Hurst, uh, Penning, they were very impressive. Kamara, impressive. Um, Jawan Johnson, it was an impressive, it's one drive, it's preseason, okay, I'm not getting carried away, but it was, it looked good, it looked really good, um, so that was that, uh, let's see, CJ Stroud uh, didn't do much, didn't have a chance to do much, to be honest with you, uh, Anthony Richardson looked like a rookie, all right, made, the best throw was a drop by Alec Pierce, and it was a dime. It was a great throw to the corner, uh, to the back corner of the pylon, post corner, sail route. Um, it was his best throw. He threw an interception. It kind of reminded me, honestly, I, I, it, like, as soon as I saw it, because um, it was a careless throw. As soon as I saw it, I said, I remember Josh Allen making a throw like this in preseason, maybe even early in the regular season. Like you just go take that play. I remember saying this watching the film. Josh, take this play, rip it up, 
Don't let it ever come into your playbook again. And I felt like for Anthony, like to throw off his back foot, kind of lazy to the outside, like it was, you know, like a, a walkthrough in preseason, you know, out of training camp. That's what it looked like. And it got picked. It wasn't an accurate throw. It was careless. Like that throw, just got to get it out. You just get that out of your system. Like you're not going to win games doing that. Um, so I, I, that's the bad throw of Anthony Richardson. Then you had the good throw that got dropped by Pierce against sticky coverage, but it was a great throw. So you go, oh, okay, that's that's pretty good. Uh, my <clears throat> trying to think anything else that just really, really popped uh, as I kind of go around the dial here and look at certain positions and players. I'd say uh, for today, I'm just excited about getting to Cleveland, watching Dewan Jones against, you know, uh, a guy like Hassan Reddick one-on-ones here today, Brandon Graham one-on-ones. Kind of want to see that. Um, the Eagles, I would say just watching DeAndre Swift throughout preseason to watch one of his two runs the other day, just pop one to the outside, the way he's caught the ball in preseason. Just keep your eye on DeAndre Swift in Philadelphia. Like, he looks impressive. And then, look, Jalen Carter in Philly played two stinking snaps. Two. But the first one was a third and ten. And he beat the guard like it was Jerome Brown beating a guard, you know, 30 years ago. It was an impressive move. You see the power that he has and displays how he can just club somebody and run right by him and hit the quarterback and force an errant throw like he did. So that was uh, pretty pretty impressive. Two snaps. Nobody's going to get too carried away. But I do want to watch him. I want to watch him against a really good – watch him up against Joel Petonio and the guys in Cleveland today. It's going to be really fun. And I'm hoping that Tampa comes tomorrow. But if they don't, I'm anxious to see the Jets tomorrow. So that's kind of the um, – that's kind of my takes from this weekend. Like I said, it's just one preseason game. Aiden O'Connell was as good as any quarterback, honestly, that played this preseason. Just to keep an eye on him. All right. Highly accurate at Purdue. But that uh, we appreciate you subscribing to In the Huddle, the podcast with Jason Lock and Four and Carl Dukes. We will be all together here soon. Um, everybody's kind of eyeballing this league right now in our own way, getting ready for the season, which really begins in three weeks and two days in Kansas City, Detroit and Kansas City. So thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. And I will be back here again this week after I finish watching some of these scrimmages this week. Twenty four hundred sports is an Odyssey company. 